DDT! Nothing much. I am coming live from Peoria, Illinois, and this is Jeff from Denver, Colorado. It is ridiculously cold still. How's it going in Denver? That's just fine. <laughs> what are you talking? What's just fine? Oh, the, the, the weather I'm talking. So what, what's fine? Like, what are we talking? Uh, it's like, it's down to maybe 20 at night. I mean, we, we had a cold stretch, but I guess around 29, it's like 40, 50 during the day. Ooh, nice. We're going to get that this weekend, actually, surprisingly. There you go. Yep, the a big... relief, huh? Yeah, the big, the big turnaround. Nice, dude, I bet that was, a, that was a bitch, huh? I mean, did you go outside at all? Yeah, I mean, I just was... I had Wednesday off. That was the day it got really bad. Um, nice. Yeah, so... I didn't have to go to work, but anytime you went outside, like, without gloves on, it was pretty... I mean, it wasn't, like, as bad as they were saying, like, there was, like, stuff on the internet, like, from news stations, like, you will need medical help in four minutes. Yeah. Like, they, like, people thought if they stood outside, they'd die. Yeah, that's the impression <laughs> I got. <laughs> like, that's yeah, like, you know how people are, like, you remember the... Where you were, like, the lunar eclipse or whatever it was where people were, like, you can't look at the sun. Like, yeah. You, like, you can't even go outside, man. It'll fry your fucking brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was the same kind of thing. Like, the fear was, it was intense. People were, like, super scared. It wasn't, like, it wasn't like that. It's just, like, if you didn't have gloves on, like, you could feel it fast. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I was just, what I kept wondering is, are smokers still making that fucking walk out. Oh, I was. Yeah? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm like, I'm built for more like, like, I'm not, I don't weigh a hundred pounds, so. It's it's probably a lot easier for me. But, yeah. But, no, it's supposed to be like 50, 50 degrees on Sunday. Hell, yeah. So. I feel like Miami. Yeah. So it's 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 all good. Um, look, it's the road to WrestleMania. It is. The Rumble has come and gone. Um, let's go over. First of all, do you have our predictions handy, Jeff? Yeah, let me bust them out real quick. Well, we, I know you. Uh... We can get to them uh, at the end, but I just want to make sure we got them to see see how oh, yeah, we did. We got them. Got you got the final, the overall counts on the, uh, on the year? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, should we start at January, so this is the first one? No, this is just, this is overall podcast predictions, man. Okay, so you, you keep in a running total. Yeah, I got them separated if we need to get stats of that kind of category. Okay. Um, so yeah, we'll go through it. I don't think we need to go through it all, but quickly... Um, first match, you gotta talk about Becky versus Asuka. 
As we all know, as we all know now, Oscar retains. Indeed. Um, this is the most emotional I've uh, most emotion I've shown during a wrestling match in a while. Oh my God! Tell us about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was living that kayfabe lifestyle. You, you know, I'm a Becky Mark for sure. Oh uh, yeah, you sounded like one. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, I was real pumped for that first match. I had my boy Jason over. And, uh, I, I was hyping him up, like, yeah, man, Be- Becky's the man. She's she's taking over WWE, man. She's getting, like, the biggest pops and shit. And I, I had her winning that title. Yep. And, uh, all of a sudden, she submits to an arm bar. And I fuck. I, I live in an apartment, but I yelled out, like, I, I own land or something. I'm like, No! <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me like if I was in the crowd they would have taken my picture and showed that <laughs> oh yeah on the on the you're talking about on the video package on Raw that yeah. like or like whatever they used to show how hype it was yeah you just be the guy in the front row just totally kayfabe just eating it all up yeah it was a great first match <clears throat> it was a really good match do you think the uh so, um, like Jeff said, Becky submits to Asuka. Do you think the uh, tap out was too strong? Yeah, that was my uh, initial worry. Like, why is Becky submitting? She She's the man. Yeah. You know, I, I thought they should have uh, I, I gone with a pin, I guess, maybe. But I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a hair too strong as well myself, but uh, I don't know. I mean, it was a it was a tap out. I was expecting Oscar to win, but I just think Oscar looked super strong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I thought as soon as that happened that uh, you know Becky can't be done for the night. She's the hottest thing in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. When you when you said that. Um, so what was your original podcast pick for the Rumble? My podcast pick was Becky winning the title and Charlotte winning the Rumble. Okay. So yeah, as soon as this happened and you made the game time pick of Becky Lynch, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So like, yeah, that after you saw, like you said, after you saw her submit, you were like, okay, she's got to get in the Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. But yeah, it was a good match. They had a, they had some slap fest. I remember back and forth slaps. There was a uh, Bexploder, a super Bexploder. Uh, yeah, super Bexploder. That was awesome. Lots of back and forth submissions, reversals. Um, so yeah, that was it. Was a really good one. Definitely an op- a good opener. I wish it would have been at a different spot in the show, but I guess it worked. It was a super good opener. Yeah. Uh, let's see how long do they get to work. They got they got seventeen minutes. Yeah, that is long. And like it was pretty like there's no like slow start. I don't think like they they got straight into business. Yep. So that that was a good one. Um, a lot of these matches are really good. The next match was uh, Shane and the Miz versus the Bar uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Shane and Miz, new champs. Uh, how did this one end? Oh, uh, Shane with the shooting star press? Yeah. How, how unexpected was that? No, I actually yelled that one out. Because I remember he didn't... Called it? 
Yeah, he did one. Uh, he does one pretty frequently. So wait, you you, you would say ever watch it? You fucking Tony Roboter. Yep, I was like shooting star. Because <laughs> unless the only other reason he goes up is for the coast to coast. I thought he was just gonna do a big elbow drop because he does he does big elbow drops all the time. Yeah, but they're always to the outside ring through the announce table now. I, I completely forgot the shooting star was in his repertoire. Oh yeah. And when he busted that out, I almost jumped out of my fucking seat. I thought uh, I think he did one versus AJ. Uh, remember that WrestleMania match? Yeah. I don't remember what year it was, but. Um, Is that AJ's first WrestleMania? Probably. Okay, that's probably two years back. Yeah, probably. Um, this this was this one was funny because Miz's dad was there. Yeah. And uh, like the Miz has been telling us that his dad's basically like a piece of shit. Like he never was proud of him for anything he did. And then like the guy that like his dad, if that's really his dad, like he he looked oh, like that is. he looked like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. Like, they should have made it some asshole, man. Like you said, in a two-piece suit on his cell phone. He, lo- he looks so Ohio, man. <laughs> like, he exudes Ohio. <laughs> he really did. He had the long, feathered hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree with this, man. Jay spent some time in Ohio because, you know, his, his girlfriend's from Cleveland. Yeah. So he's seen the Ohio crowd, and he agreed very strongly. This guy is just all about that, especially with that mustache. Yeah, he had a he had a must. Like, where did that mustache end? Did it go all the way down? Was that like a handlebar? Uh, it wasn't a handlebar, but it was a classic dad stash with a little little extra on the sides, you know. Yeah, but it was big. Yeah, it was a nice stash. Yeah, and then he had like fed long feathered hair. Like, this guy could have been a deadhead at yeah, one point. He, he looked he looked so chill as a dad. Like, the exact opposite <laughs> of what they were portraying. Yeah, that's why it, it doesn't work, but it, it was hilarious either way. You got anything else for that one? No, that's about it. Shooting Star was great. Yep. It was a good match, though. Yeah. We had uh, Sasha versus Ronda for the yep. Raw Women's Championship. Yep, we, we called this one. Except we didn't Not, call, yeah, we didn't call, so Ronda retains, but via Piper's Pit. Is that what it was? Yeah. Now, run me through this move again. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure it's the one where she, like, puts her, like, puts the opponent on her shoulders, kind of like a, like in an F5, you know? Uh, and then she, like, dips them down and then does, like, this fast twist, twist into, like, a Samoan drop. But it's more like a driver, kind of like, kind of like a little driver onto the head. It looked like an MMA move, but that was a Piper move, huh? I don't know. Well, I don't know, but she calls it the Piper's Pit. Oh, it's yeah, it's probably an MMA. Okay. Um. Corey continues to verbally abuse abuse Sasha Banks every time he can. (laughs) Which (laughs) called her a loser, or he called her a. I, uh, poor loser. And, uh, he made fun of her crocodile tears. Yeah, I love the crocodile tears. He's been doing this for, like, for, like, a year at least. 
Which makes... I, I haven't even noticed, man. Oh, yeah, he trashes Sasha Banks every time she comes out, and, like, in weird ways. It's almost like he really doesn't like her. That's crazy. Um, so, yeah, everybody predicted Ronda on this one. Or, no, Samantha went Sasha. Oh, yeah, Samantha went Sasha. But, yeah, I mean, you, me, and Alex on the podcast. It wasn't. It wasn't a bad pick, though. If it, I mean, it, I mean, I had times where I thought maybe Sasha was gonna gonna pull the wild card on us. Not during the match, but before it. I mean. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I was like, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Um. But classic. Yeah. So then, uh, women's rumbles up next. Hell yeah. Why do I have the women's cap? Oops. My binder's uh, set up a little wrong. Got the women's and the men's mixed up. But I got full stats. I was able to get through it live. Oh, so you have... Oh, yeah. You, you So tell the people about your stat sheet on the Rumble. This is important. <laughs> so this stat sheet... I, I started this a while back. And this is why I started making like my whole stat book. This is what it's based on. This... Like, I take stats on uh, Bulls games. And it's kind of based on that type of setup. But uh, for each uh, match, I have uh, your superstars, when they enter, uh, what order they exit, how many eliminations they lasted, uh, when they exited, and how many knockouts they got. So there's a lot of jelly in those donuts. Yeah. And when people get eliminated, like if a Braun Strowman type character comes in and starts cleaning the house... That's when it gets real tough to keep up because you don't know who fucking lasted, who's knocking who out. You know, it gets crazy. Yeah, you showed me the stat sheet, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not going to try that." It's pretty difficult to do live, but uh, it's fun. So this one, uh, I predicted Charlotte. Uh, Samantha went with Ember Moon, which was a good pick. I like yeah. that pick. Uh, yeah. Jeff makes a game time pick of Becky Lynch in Audible. Yeah. The podcast prediction still Charlotte. And I'll, I'll let that loss ride, but that's all right. Yeah, but you did have a game time pick of Becky Lynch. It should be noted. Yeah. Uh, Jason goes with Nia Jax. Wolf was on board by now, correct? Yeah. Yeah, Wolf uh, got in on via FaceTime. Okay. Up when we were watching. Okay, so Wolf plays the numbers game like an accountant and goes with Carmella due to her 30th pick, or 30th entry, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think that was his reasoning. And then I was trying to remember, Alex went with Ruby Riot, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Another dark horse. Another dark horse. So there's those were the predictions. Uh, this one started a little weak, but it had a lot of people in the... Like, it had Mandy in there, and I don't know, it made for a slow start. Yeah, uh, so they didn't go with nearly as many Hall of Famers, if any. No, uh, no. So they had to fill with some uh, lower card talent, and they pulled a classic Attitude Era rumble and get the lower talent out at the beginning. Yep. Yep, I feel like Charlotte was the first like big reboot of the match. At, uh, well, you can tell, was it 13? Uh, yeah, Charlotte was 13. That's probably the biggest name. You had Tamina at 10. 
Nikki Cross at eight. Who was Ember the... Moon? Was, Ember Moon was six. Yeah, she didn't make a splash. Yeah, that yeah that would have been a hell of a if she lasted the whole way. What was yeah. the uh, what was the Chinese uh, woman's name? Uh, I, I I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation, but Jia Lee. Okay, we'll go with Lee. S I A L I. Spell it again. X I A space L I. Ooh. Lee, I think. Okay. Yeah, your guess is probably better than mine. Yeah. I, I'm not good with Mand- Mandarin. But I'd never seen her before. Her entrance was, was sick. Do you remember it? No, I was, I was uh, knee-deep in stats. Yeah. Uh, I've seen her in the... Um, God, what was she? She was... She was either at Evolution or she's been in the um, May Young thing. So I've seen her before. Yeah, I can see the May Young. But yeah, she sure she May had Young. some sweet ramp moves, man. When she hits the top of that ramp, some crazy moves. There's fans. Like what? What kind of moves? Like cartwheels and shit, or what? What are we talking? No, just just sweet ninja moves. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have I, got a, I don't have a better way to describe it. Uh, Maria Canellis should be noted. Yeah, number 15, make, representing Central Illinois, even yep. though it's North Central. We'll call it Central. Yeah, it's close enough. Um, what else do you got from this one? Oh, uh, Vega, uh, Selena Vega hides under the ring. Yeah, classic. Yep. And then, and, uh, uh, guess who's down there to greet her? Who? Little Hornswoggle. Yeah. Or as Cole called him for the first year of his existence, the little bastard. <laughs> the little bastard? Yeah, that little bastard. Okay. It was him and, uh, I want to say, God, who was on commentary with him at the time. Maybe Coach or BJ Styles. No, but, uh, what, what's dude's name? Not BJ Styles. ECW guy. Heyman Taz. Oh uh, uh, no, no, no. Uh, his, na- his last name's Styles. I just can't remember his first name. No, the guy who always yells. yeah, yeah. That's BJ. I don't think it's BJ. <laughs> you don't think so? No, that's the name you made up when we were kids. Yeah, but what if I hold on? Let me check. All right, I don't know where I was going with that. Well. Let's continue. <laughs> uh, uh, back to the uh, rumble. Yeah, Zelina Vega came in at number twenty and immediately hit under the ring. I liked a lot of the, uh, like you said, they didn't have a lot of uh, like legends, but I liked a lot of the call ups. Yeah, they didn't. Well, they didn't have any legends. Now I'm looking at it. I mean, your closest thing to a veteran was uh, Alicia Fox and Mickey. But they're on the yeah, they're, yeah, Mickey. But they're on the main roster. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alexa Bliss making her uh, in-ring return at number twenty-six. Yep. She got uh, two knockouts in this bitch. Who'd she eliminate? Oh, I, I that beats the hell out of me. Oh, that's not on the stat sheet. No, just a number of knockouts. That would be really hard to do. 
it could be done, but not with this amount of information. But I liked, like, Casey Catanzaro or whatever she was. Mighty Casey. I don't remember her last name. You remember yeah. The, uh, the real short yeah. one? Yeah, she's from uh, May Young Classic as well. Uh, Rhea Ripley looked pretty badass. Yeah, uh, NXT UK representing. Yeah. Uh, I thought, you know who else made a good a good uh, showing in this Rumble was Sonya Deville. Yeah. I think she's a lot better than people give her credit. Like, her punches always look good. Like, everything she does really connects. I think that's what the problem was early in the match. Like, it was real, you know, nothing, nothing was real hard hitting. Well, Sauce, can you take a guess on how long she lasted? Which one? Sonya. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't really talking about her length of time. But just how good it was, but her, her work. but uh, I don't know. Probably, like I'm gonna say ten minutes. Not even that. Like I, I thought she was on the rumble for a while. She came in at forty five, thirty eight, and lasted to fifty oh three. So about four and a half minutes. Oh wow. Yeah. So we we saw a lot of good in a short, like that. If that was a bench player in the NBA, you 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 play her more. <laughs> right. She gave you good consistency in a short amount of time. I agree. Uh, Bailey as well. I don't know how long she was in, but she had big eliminations. Oh yeah, she was uh, pretty. She was final four. Yep. Um. So this one goes down to. Well, do you have anything else? Anything else from the Rumble, Jeff? Before we Lana limped out. This is, we we gotta explain Becky's entrance. So Lana uh, pulled a classic fake injury earlier in the pre-show. She got up on the apron and terribly got bumped by Rusev and fell and completely faked an injury. Somehow hurt her shin. God knows how. And then she limps out at number 28. She's not able to go. Nope. So for some reason, Finley, Finley. We saw her Hornswoggle earlier, and now Finley gives Becky the go-ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and take number 28. Finley san- sanctioned it, Jeff. Yeah. I had no clue he had that power. I think he texted <laughs> me that during the match. Yeah, I, I was very... It was awesome. I was like, what? He can do that? I was thinking, like, oh, okay, maybe maybe he's the... Uh, he's, like, the, uh, lead, the lead of the officials, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because he always, whenever the shit's a fan, him and him and Jamie Noble run out there with the officials. So I'm thinking, yeah, like, he's definitely one of those security guys. So, I don't know what the, exactly they are, but yeah, there's just security. I think he's lead security, and Jamie Noble's like his right hand man, and then the the uh, refs are all just like the peons, you know. Oh, for sure. So that's how I justify that he must be uh, head of officiating. So, yeah, she gets the number 28 spot. At this point, there's like, uh, I don't know, probably about eight people in the ring, seven. Yeah. But uh, Charlotte's already in the ring. Charlotte's been lasting forever. Oh, uh, also give it up to Natalia, who um, got a new record for longest last in the Women's Rumble. 50-something? Uh, 56 minutes, by my count. Nice. But, uh, yeah, uh, 
Gets down, final fours, Bailey, Naya, Charlotte, and Becky. Do you know uh, who eliminated Bailey? I, I don't have that written down. Um, or how this shit went like down the stretch here. No, I, I remember the last three. Okay. So Bailey gets eliminated somehow. Probably Naya. Yeah. Um, and then what? How, how does Naya get eliminated? Was there a little double team? Um, I don't remember. She gets eliminated and then attacks Becky, right? And uh, that's how Becky gets injured. Oh, is that it? Yeah, I don't remember how Nia gets eliminated, but I remember that happens. So, it's it's it was down to Charlotte, Becky, Nia. Nia gets eliminated, attacks Becky. Becky's leg's injured now, or knee, or whatever it is. And uh, Charlotte starts working on the knee. Yep, working that knee real hard. Yep. Um, it was a good... I, I thought it was a really good finish. Yeah, I th- well, I thought uh, Charlotte exited a little weak, but you can ex- easily explain that off because she's been lasting since number 13 or whatever. True that. Charlotte goes for the uh, big boot. Becky ducks out of it. Charlotte's already halfway over the top rope because of that big boot. Yeah. I like I like that as a means to the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like the missed big boot. <laughs> but anyway, Charlotte's on the ropes, and then Becky hits her with a nice, stiff shot. That's what I liked about it. Yeah. The The last punch was real good. And uh, Charlotte falls down, Becky wins. Jeff's game time pick is correct. Michelle. So I thought it was pretty good. It started out rough, but then I ended up really liking it. I thought it told a good story. Oh, yeah. Um, Naomi, during the whole... I guess Naomi's going to be like the Kofi Kingston of the female Rumbles. Yeah, with the creative ways to stay in. I think both cases she got to the... Um, the what, what do they call that? The barrier. Oh, yeah. I think... She, both times she catwalked the barrier and jumped to the steps. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, the rumble is a longer rumble. It was uh, like an hour. God damn, an hour eleven. Really? Yeah. All right. So longer than the men's. Oh yeah, by a good margin. Huh. Um, after the women's rumble, you had AJ versus Daniel Bryan. For the WWE Championship. Uh, we all, me, Jeff, and Alex all picked Daniel Bryan to retain this one. Sure did. Uh, the big things to note in this one was the finish. Um, Eric Rowan. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Eric Rowan, ladies and gentlemen. Eric Rowan, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him a hand, shall we? Thank you for coming. Uh, Eric Rowan interferes. He face palm choke slams AJ Styles. Just <laughs> puts puts the dirty, greasy, stinking hand right on his face. Just covers his whole face. His soccer mom haircut, and lifts him up. <laughs> face choke slam. Um. Classic unconscious ref, though. I'll give that. That's true. That is true. 
How did he? Oh, Daniel Bryan went for like a running knee and accidentally hit the ref or like an insiguri or something. Is that it? Yeah. Um. So after Eric Rowan messes up AJ with the face palm choke slam, the ref comes to and uh, Daniel takes advantage and gets the cover over AJ. So we have Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan now. Yeah. Back again. The old uh, a little Wyatt family connection. Wait. Huh? Brian was a part of the Wyatt family for like a weird time. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> no, I remember it. Are you sure? Yeah. He wore like a jumpsuit. Uh, yeah, man. But we are watching? No. Oh, okay. No, before that. So... Oh, there was a funny part in this one where uh, AJ Styles did a dragon screw and uh, Corey like called it out. He was like, dragon screw! And then the, literally the next move was a full Nelson suplex. And I guess some people call that a dragon suplex. And he was like, so he was like, dragon screw! And then it, it went, and then he was like, full Nelson, uh, dragon suplex! And I was like... What? I thought he just totally made that up. I was like, <laughs> bullshit. Two dragon moves in a row? Yeah, double dragon. <laughs> but I looked it up and it was legit. I mean, how dare I question the great Corey Graves? Yeah, seriously. Uh, but no, it, it was a good match. They did a brain buster, which is always, I love them. Yep. They never do, they don't do a lot of brain busters anymore. You really gotta leave that to the guys you trust. Yeah, it's a dangerous son, bitch. Yeah, but AJ did it to Daniel Bryan, and it was sweet. It was perfect. It's a, it a long match. A twenty Over 24 minutes. Yeah, it was. It was a slow burner, which is good. That's what I wanted. Yeah. They got the mid-card spot again, but I mean... Hey, you can't get much higher than that in a Royal Rumble. Yeah, for sure. I was a little disappointed with the Eric Rowan finish, but yeah, but it's it's your classic dirty finish after a great match. So yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, plus like they probably want to move away from AJ Styles, wouldn't you say? I would hope. So I think they're just you know this was a new this introduced Daniel Bryan's little buddy now and saving the planet Eric Rowan. Up next is David versus Goliath. Yep, Finn Balor versus Borg Blazer. Did you have any more on that that you want to add? Nope, that was it. Okay. Yeah, David and Goliath, dude. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was good. We we everybody went with Borg Laser on this one. Me, Jeff, and Alex. Uh, I thought it ended super quick. Actually, no, no. On the podcast, I went Finn. I went Borg game time. Oh, you went you? Okay, I forgot about that. I went with the dark horse. Um, yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty good. They had the like I thought it ended quick. Yeah. Like, do you remember how it happened? Like, I remember uh, Brock got uh, Finn up in the F five, or no, that no. Finn reversed the F five into like a tornado DDT. I remember that. And then Finn got a little bit offense, but do you remember, Jeff, 
that Brock got slammed into the corner of the announce table, the exposed corner. He got slammed into the exposed corner of the announce table? Notice the exposed corner. Did you remember oh, the this? the announce table? Yeah. He said, the announce team said it like a thousand times. They were like, the co- right into the corner. And they, they, kept, they kept showing it. They were like, the corner. The exposed corner. Notice notice the exposed corner. So, yeah, due to exposed corner, uh, Brock had a real weak midsection during this whole match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he reversed Brock. Re- oh, coup de gras, right? Yeah. On to Brock, and then Brock just rolled into a Kimura lock. Is that what I can't remember what, what what kind of submission it was? Yeah, it was a Kimura lock. His eyes were bulging out of his head. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he had his arm back, and yeah, he was just fucking looking like a psycho. He gave you those Bobby Ford's crazy eyes. Yeah. And then Brock uh, attacked Finn after the match, after he already won. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yep. But I thought it was a pretty good match. Yeah, it's a short one. Oh, like yeah. you said. I expected it to be short. How short was it? Uh, eight and some change. Yep. That's how Bork Laser does it. Yep. Alright. So should we get into the big main event? Sure. Um, the men's Royal Rumble. I picked Seth Rollins. Jeff had did you stick with your KO pick? Yeah. He had a hot Kevin Owens pick. And then, too hot uh, for WWE. Apparently. It, it was too hot. What did uh, who did Alex pick? Alex had uh, Drew McIntyre. Drew Mac. Um, this one started out with an Elias promo. Um, yeah. King King starts talking during the promo, which we always liked. Oh yeah, King King's, King and uh, JBL are guest announcers. Yeah, so J- so Lawler talks during promos like they used to, which I like. Yeah, we need a lot more of that. <laughs> like, obviously, you don't want to talk over the talent, but you need to sneak in your one-liners. Yeah, you gotta have them hot and ready, baby. Like <laughs> yeah. fucking McDonald's hamburger. Yeah, he just dishes them out. He was hilarious. He was doing that all night. Yeah. Um, he was full of it. And then we get Jeff Jarrett. So Elias, Jeff double J. Elias is your first entry. Double J is your second. He's wearing the same ring gear he wore. In 92. And it, it looks bad. Um, he doesn't last long though. He gets eliminated by Elias after a guitar shot. Yeah. They, they, they just did a couple of promos. They did a little promo together. So look down your list. Is that the only... That was the only like comeback, right? Uh, oh, hot dog. Well, no, but he's still kind of in it. As far as Hall of Famers, yeah. Ray. Yeah, but he's still doing it right. Yeah, Double J was pretty much your only uh, return. Yeah. We get Kurt Angle. Um, Angle gets eliminated early. Yeah, he does. How long did he last? Three minutes. Did uh, Corbin eliminate him? Or no, Corbin wasn't there yet. Uh, probably Elias. 
Yeah. No. Let's see here. Biggie or Elias or hey. Shinsuke. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of those guys. Um, I remember he went early. I don't remember who eliminated him. Uh, oh, oh, you know what? Okay, so Elias comes through with one of the great moments of the match. As we that? as we discuss the atomic drop, Elias decides to do a giant atomic drop, which leads to elimination. Oh, that's right. I forget who he did it to, but he did the classic atomic drop where your ass hits their... Your, your tailbone hits the knee so hard that you're thrust over the top rope. Just boing, springboard over the top rope. So I was excited to see that. That could have been the angle, actually. Yeah, maybe it was angle. That'd be that'd be an old school move for an old school hot dog. Uh, later in the rumble at number eleven, Eric correctly uh, uh, made a prop bet, made a prop take. That uh, Titus O'Neil would uh, utilize some sort of comedic routine to his run-in, and he sure did. <laughs> yep. Yep. He acted like he was going to slow down, you know, so he didn't slip and fall. And then he saw Kurt uh, Hawkins under there, so he chased Kurt Hawkins under the ring. Yep. <laughs> and then Kurt Hawkins eliminated Titus, actually, if I remember correct. I believe so. Uh, what else? Uh, Joe's in at this time. Besides that, it's a bunch of scrubs. The crowd really was feeling Joe, though. Yeah. Crowd had a good pop for Joe. Good pop for Kurt Angle. Uh, Titus, surprisingly, was getting a lot of love. Uh, you had... Dean Ambrose at 14. Drew McIntyre at 16. And then uh, Pete Dunne from NXT UK. Pete Dunne, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give him a round of applause. There you go. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. I don't think he had much room to stretch out in this one, did he? No. She's a damn good wrestler, dude. Yep, yep. I don't, I don't, did you Did you get a time on him? Um, let's see here. About nine minutes. No knockouts or anything, though. Okay. Um, uh, Lashley, oh. So, Lashley comes in and Rollins, uh, Seth Rollins eliminates him and then Lashley uh, attacks Rollins after he's been eliminated, puts him through the announce table. So we have Seth Rollins on a meat nap. Yep. Yeah, it, that's your classic way of getting through a rumble if you're uh, if you're a crowd favorite. I think Cena's done that before. Take a meat nap. Yep. Get attacked and have a nice meat nap. Uh, Jason predicted Seth Zig or uh, Dolph Ziggler Dolph on Ziggler. this one, right? Yeah. Which was a good pick because what number was he? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. So uh, he eliminates. So Twenty-seven. Yep. He so Ziggler eliminated McIntyre. Remember that? Oh, that's right. He did, didn't he? Yep. And Strowman. I don't know what they're doing with Strowman. It's really weird, but he had a sweet spot where he like had a guy on his shoulders, and then the guy on his shoulders lifted 
somebody up into a suplex, and then Rey Mysterio, like, tackled him down to the ground. So he was carrying, like, two people on his shoulders. Do you remember that? Slightly. So that was... I remember them doing some sort of spot like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good part for Strowman. But, yeah, I wonder... I wonder what's up. What's what's up with Strowman? But we can talk about that after we finish. Uh, so as as we all knew, our truth was supposed to be our thirtieth entry. Yeah. Um, our truth comes out. He starts doing his song, and then Nia Jax comes out of nowhere, attacks him from behind, and just takes his spot in the in the rumble. Which yeah, is the, interesting. Finley wasn't even there to authorize it. No, Finley didn't authorize this one, and I was pretty upset. Yeah. Uh, that he didn't get in there to make sure that this was, you know, I didn't know if this was sanctioned or not. Yeah, seriously, neither did I. I didn't even fucking clock her time because I thought she was just in there fucking around. And Cole's like, yeah, I guess it's legit. And King's like, how, how legit? Like, what? Yeah. He just came in. Didn't make any yeah. sense. Uh, but yeah, I guess they allowed it. Nia Jax is in the damn rumble. Um, she eliminates... Somebody. Oh, Mustafa Ali. Is that who it was? Yep. And, uh, then the guys, the remaining guys kind of get on her. So she got hit with a super kick by Dolph and then a 619 by Ray and then an RKO by Randy Orton. And then Orton and Ziggler, I think, pick her up and put her over the ropes. Was that correct? Uh, I, I think so. I just remember, uh, like, they're, they're dancing around men hitting women. What are you doing? <laughs> like, I thought, I thought we stopped this. If we want to go back into that era, we can, but it's a, it's, it's slippery slope in 2018, 2019. Yeah, you don't trust WWE with intergender wrestling? Well. Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, I would, I'd probably agree. Not with Nia. <laughs> not the best wrestler yeah yeah it was definitely an interesting choice but when you think about it oddly enough when you look back on this royal rumble that's probably what you'll remember naya yeah it was the 30 spot i mean can you think of anything else bigger that happened in the match Not really. Alistair Black made an appearance. Can we give him a round of applause? Yeah, let me give a... Thank you, Alistair Black, for coming down to the Royal Rumble. Thank you very much. Yeah, good. Take a bow. Thank you. He put on a good show in the NXT pay-per-view as well, so... I I, I like his style. So, Seth emerges from his meat nap. And it boils boils down to him and Strowman. So, So they're battling out on the apron... Uh, Seth gets Strowman to his knees and hits him with the curb stomp and Strowman falls off. Seth wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and this, this is pretty cut and dry, man. Like like you said, there wasn't much to this Rumble. Uh, Kofi got saved a couple of ways, but I could, couldn't really tell you how. Yeah, he did like a little barrel roll, roll across the apron there. Uh... I mean, there were some cool spots, but yeah, like, when I look back on it, I think, like, if you're going to think about that rumble, you'll think, like, oh, that's the one where Nia Jax came in and there was some shenanigans. Like, I don't think there was much more to it than that. No. 
and Seth was a super safe pick, but I'm glad it went. I mean, I'm just like, what are they doing with Strowman, man? Like, there were so many points where it was like, okay, oh yeah, here we go. Yeah, they're going to give Strowman the title. And then they just keep not doing it. Yeah. Yeah, they just keep tasting Like, are they done? Are they don't like him or something? Or what's going on? Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Like, he's out of heel, but he's following that big show role. Yeah, he just... Think about when you need a beady guy. It's just, I don't know, it's just weird, man. He he was so close so many times, I don't get it. But... Uh, yeah, that's a men's rumble. It lasted less than an hour, dude. Huh. That's uh, really short. Where is it? Yeah, 57 minutes. Some change. That's really short. Seth was a, Seth lasted longer than anyone, but he also took a meat nap. So true that. There's your rumble. There's your rumble. I thought it was. I thought the pay per view overall was pretty good. Yeah, it was a long one, wasn't it? Yeah, it felt super long. So for predictions, should I update the predictions? Yeah, let's go ahead and update our predictions. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I predict predictions. I predict. You got imaging? Alright, it's already been done. You don't even know it yet. Magic, nice. <laughs> Alright. So, we had special guest Lucha Liebear. Liebear, God, I can never say it right. That's a tongue twister for me. Lucha Liebear, Alex on last week. He went... Six for nine. Let's give him a round of applause. Six for nine. Sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> Jeffrey, who came in tonight at fifty-two, at thirty-two for forty-eight. Jeffrey got went three for nine. Let's give him a round of applause. Good job, Jeff. Yeah, that's, that's not good. Not good. At all. Three for nine. And Sauce, he was your leader. Only missing two for the night, going seven for nine. Thank you. Thank you very much. So overall, uh, I was, I had a nice little lead on you overall, but you have taken the cake with this rumble. Uh, Overall, you're 37 for 57. I'm 35 for 57. Okay. So it's still a very close race. Oh, yeah. All right. I knew it was going to be my comeback one. I was feeling good because I really dogged it last one. TLC, I think, was rough. Well, there's been <laughs> ups and downs, peaks and valleys. Strikes and gutters. Yeah. So if you like what you're hearing, give us a follow on the old Instagram Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, app, rate and review, iTunes, all that shit. Um, 
Jeff, we went a little long on our, uh, I'd say, on our uh, Royal Rumble breakdown, but I thought it was just, I thought it was needed. Well, yeah, when you have two Rumbles themselves to discuss. It's going to take a while. Yeah. So maybe we'll, a long Rumble, long breakdown. It was, so maybe we'll try to get through these this Raw and SmackDown a little faster. Um, I got three things I want to talk about. From your Monday Night Raw. Um, the first one is your your intro, your introductory segment. Starts out with Seth Rollins in ring. He points to the sign. How many sign points does that make for now, Jeff? At the Rollins point. At that time. Yeah. At that time, that was your uh, second. Two points. Um. So Rollins basically comes out, says it's his dream, blah, blah, blah. Points to the sign. Says he's got to decide who he wants to face in Mania. Well, Triple H comes out, and he wants to have a discussion about decisions. And uh, it, it was pretty comedic if you think about it as Seth Rollins was like a three- or four-year-old child. Uh, Triple H is just teaching about decisions, and you need to make your decision tonight. Okay, Seth? I'll give you until the end of the night, but I tell you what, the WWE champion, Daniel Bryan, is going to be here. Like, he sounded like he was talking to his kid, like, you got to make a decision or the WWE champions are going to come beat you up, all right? <laughs> so you better hurry. Uh, but, on, but on a serious note, Triple H is like one of the best promos ever. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> he just, I, I was listening to Triple H's promo and I'm thinking, okay, this is how you're supposed to do it. Like, he just comes out, it's so unscripted. I mean, sometimes, yeah, it'll sound a little cliche, but that's how it's got to be done. Like, he's just coming out there, I know your dream, because that was, that was my dream. I know your Royal Rumble dream, because that was my dream. And oh, he's yeah, just, he got a little emotional, didn't he? Yeah, he's just giving, re- he's just spewing wrestler promo. Yeah. Like, he's got his points he's got to get to, and he always gets to them, but in between is just filler. Yep. Wrestling, he's got filler for days, dude. Wrestling filler and Triple H could just, just could fall out of his mouth like salsa for 30 days straight. Like, he just keeps going and going. He gets to his points, more filler, back to his point, more filler. Covers all the key aspects of the promo that he has to get across. And it's just so smooth. Well, Triple H in the opening segment doing a promo is just very classic coming from the Attitude Era. He had so much work then yeah. doing promos on the opening segment of Raw. Yeah. It's just so refreshing because nowadays you see the wrestlers like Ronda where it's like a lot of it's written for her and she's like trying to remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Struggling. Oh. <sighs> It's just so. I don't, much, I don't like the strict script, man. It's so much more uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, like you can tell Triple H just knows. Okay, well, he knows what he's got to do. Like, okay, I gotta, you know, set up the Seth versus Brock. But then it's just like I said, it's just off the top of freestyle promo. Yep. And like that's how it's got to be done. <laughs> Excuse um, me. Sorry. So basically, he wants. 
Seth to make a decision who he's going to fight at WrestleMania. Is it going to be Daniel Bryan or is it going to be Brock Lesnar? Uh, Dean Ambrose comes out and says Seth Rollins is a kiss ass. He can't believe he's riding with Triple H again. Uh, Ambrose challenges Rollins to a match. Triple H starts to leave and Rollins or uh, Ambrose meets him under the second rope and says, What's the matter? You have to ask for your stepdaddy's permission first. <laughs> yep. And uh, pisses Triple H off and he sanctions the match. Um, so that sets up Seth versus Dean. Uh, Rollins wins clean over Dean. Which will bring me to my second point of Monday Night Raw, which is Dean Ambrose. Um, not, not a good showing in the Rumble. Uh, Seth Rollins beats him clean on Monday Night Raw. And then we get a bunch of bullshit on the internet about how he's going to leave. And then WWE itself posts that Dan, that Dean Ambrose is leaving after, after WrestleMania. And I just... Very interesting. Have they ever done that? Have you ever seen that? No, I mean, no. Like, where they announce that somebody's going to leave after WrestleMania? Like, why? I mean, they, they've done what it done for Foley's. For Foley and shit. What do you mean by that? Like, Foley will come back for one match. And you just, you know, he's like, they'll say this is his last match. Well, yeah, but, like, normally when they release people, like, it's just, like, Dean Ambrose has been released. The WWE wishes him the best in all his future endeavors. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean, like, in that type of sense. No. Yeah, like, what? this is four months. Like, this is, we got a while to go. We got three months. Like, why are they telling us this? So, I don't know if I believe it. Maybe so he gets a pop? I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't think I believe it. I think it's I think it's a work. I say yeah, we, that, that, that's a that's a weird announcement. I, I don't like it. No, what if we're all just like the internet's totally buying into it, but what if it's just all a work? Like it, it leads up to like a, a WrestleMania match with Triple H or something. I can see that. Yeah. I mean especially after like that stare down, like uh isn't that on the Instagram? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the stare down when uh, Dean made that insult about his stepdaddy was perfect. That, that was that was great. I think they're just hyping for uh, Triple H to have a media match. And yeah, that, that could, I could get over if they had like a street fight or something. Ambrose is down for street fights. Yeah, I was reading somebody that predicted that and I thought that was a good idea. Yeah. Especially with this whole stuff. Like if this was a work, it could lead to something like some kind of stipulation about Ambrose leaving with Triple H, you know? Yeah, because, well, I mean, what else is Ambrose set up to do? Nothing. Yeah. He was with Rollins, and now Rollins has a fucking Mania match to go to. Yep. So, yep, that's all I had to say. I just, we're we're going to, the Boom DDT, DDT podcast is going to stake their flag in the It's a Work planet, if that makes sense. Yep. We have the take that it is indeed a work. This is not real. Dean Ambrose is not leaving. His wife works for the company. Yeah. How awkward would that be? So, my third point that I'd like to discuss from Raw is the Ronda Rousey segment. Oh, Jesus Christ. Tell me about it. Uh, 
Rhonda starts, like I was saying, it's it's bad because she's no good on the mic and she's trying. So they're like writing out, they're clearly writing out promos, which is the opposite of the Triple H, which what we described was the perfect way to deliver a promo. This is the complete opposite. And it's not her fault. They're just giving her something to say and she can't remember and it's just bad. Yeah. Crowd never gave her a chance. Just started booing her the whole time. It was really rough. Uh, and then Bailey just comes out of nowhere and makes a challenge for the title. Didn't make much sense. And Cole was even like, at the end of the segment, Cole was like, there's a lot to clear up here. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he said there's a lot to clear up. I'm like, yeah, there is. There's definitely well, a lot to clear up. Well, I actually watched the, uh, I, I was pumped and bored on a Monday night, so I watched the live edition, and they were advertising it. Like they were saying, Ronda's making an open challenge. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that's what it's going to be. Then Ronda came out and was going to like go on this congratulatory promo for Sasha. And everyone was so... Like, it is in Phoenix again. And everyone there is very hyped for Becky. They want to get that shit started. Yep. Which they got. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that was why they were booing her from the start. Because they were just pro-Becky, I think. I don't think it was like... Anything against Ronda personally? Yeah. Do you? No, you're probably right. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, she struggled mightily in that promo. Yeah, so that lead that led to Ronda versus Bailey for the title. Uh, Ronda wins via armbar and in uh, an act of sportsmanship, picks up, uh, helps Bailey get to her feet and shakes her hand and all that stuff, and then. Becky Lynch's music hits. So the crowd's going crazy. Becky yep. Becky keeps calling her Ronnie. They're doing a little in-ring promo. Uh, Ronda's rebuttal wasn't terrible, but the crowd was just killing her the whole time. Yeah, she had the result to being uh, super pissed. She did. It wasn't terrible, but she always throws the mic too early. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, when she's like, she, she rips it away mid-sentence? Yeah. Yeah, drives me nuts. Cause she her her last her final sentence wasn't too bad, but she's like said something about WrestleMania and she just ripped the mic out of her own face at Mania, and it yeah. just looked weird as hell. Yeah, her angle was as always. When you were doing this, I was a household name. Yeah, <laughs> when you were doing oh, this, when you were doing this, I was doing that. Is wrestling promo one hundred and one? Yeah, you can always say that. Yeah. Becky's just like she's she's losing the crowd, so she's like uh, the Ron, Ronnie's losing the crowd at this point, so she's like in Becky's face, like right up in her grill. And that, that worked a little bit, but the, I, I I don't. I mean, good God, could she have spiked that microphone a little harder? Yeah, yeah, she really spiked it. I thought she it. was gonna put a hole in the ring. <laughs> she, she relied on that being her fucking exclamation point. Yeah, she really did like, spike it. Like you said, she she ripped it away from the fucking mouth a little too early, so her promo like lacked that part. Yep. But I'm a, I'm a Becky Mark, so I was <clears throat> I was I was with the crowd. Oh yeah, I mean she'll just have to learn. She'll eventually get it, I think. Uh, I really like uh, Bailey's spot. Yeah. She saved the day with the promo, and then uh, put on a pretty damn good match, in my opinion. 
No, yeah, it was a really good match. She had a nice, uh, a nice elbow off the top rope. Um, so yeah, uh, my other notes from Raw real quick, Nia and Tamina, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan both advanced to the Elimination Chamber match. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I gotta say that Sasha and Bailey are gonna win that thing, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty, like, my, my issue with these, uh, matches, I know they want to, like, have people qualify, but they're putting people together that are absurd, like, uh. Next week, Sasha and Bailey are facing Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox. Yeah, there was a ridiculous one this week, too. It was like Natalia and... Yeah, Natty and Dana Brooke. Yeah, so... Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, and Alexa, and Mick, Alexa and Mickey is like... Spot, like, day of type shit, too, you know? Yeah. Um, Baron Corbin beats Kurt Angle... Uh, Finn versus Bobby, Finn Balor versus Bobby Lashley is a thing, I think. Yep. And, um, we get Seth, Seth versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania as, as far as everything point. I don't know if they made that official yet. No. But they, they had a big square off at the end of Raw and, uh, battled it out with, uh, Brock Lesnar standing tall at the end. But yeah, it looks like we're going to get Seth versus Lesnar. Mania. So that, yeah, Bob. That, Bob came out about six F fives, I think. Yeah, seriously, it was uh, four or five, four or five. Well, no, I think five or six total. Jesus. He gave one, and then he gave about four or five more F fives, and then we're off the air. So yeah, that's that's pointing to. Uh, I mean, I'd be down with Rollins and Lesnar. Oh yeah, for sure. I just hope they'd uh, give give them time. And they don't usually do that with Brock. But Rollins needs time. He gets better. He's like wine, baby. <laughs> True. So I give... So we're always okay this week. I give it a 2.5. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, pretty standard. Uh, Elias and Jeff Jarrett. Again. Yep. And Road Dog. And Road Dog. Yep. Alright, anything else you want to say about Raw, Jeff? Nah, that's about it. Alright. Now, do you want to go through SmackDown for us? Yeah, I got a couple things from SmackDown here. Uh, you start you start SmackDown has the man on it. And uh, she comes out and uh, has a promo on uh, Ronnie again. Ronnie. Uh, damn it, what did she say about Ronnie? She's just saying, I, I'm proud of coming where I come from, you know. It's a good promo. Be- Becky's great on the mic. Yep. Uh, but then uh, Charlotte enters, and uh, she Charlotte starts taking credit for credit for Becky's, uh, I guess, improvement. Yep. Or progress. Yep. She brought she her to main event you, status. Yeah, yeah. She was saying, you got here through me, blah, blah, blah. And Charlotte's getting healy. Yep. What do you think about that? I like it. I mean, she's been she's been acting heelish for a while, but she's uh, definitely bringing it more now. Yeah. So, um, Becky, uh, they they call it a uh, 
what what do they call this when, when Becky and Charlotte? It's a sucker punch. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't call it a sucker punch. It's a sucker punch. I would, I would call it a face to face jaw. Yeah. Well, if yeah, I but, if I'm the Charlotte Mark, then I'm sticking with it was a sucker punch, Jeff. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call it a squared up punch, but uh, uh, Becky hits her with one of those and exits, and uh, then Charlotte comes back and uh, attacks Becky and works that leg a little more, doesn't she? Yep. Injured leg. Becky's been limping. limping. I I think that's a work too, though, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Total work? Yeah. I usually get fooled by this, but I, I know my... I know the man's stronger than that. Yeah, no, this is a this is fake injury. Okay, so they scuffle and have to be uh, separated. I didn't see Finley or Noble, though, so I don't know who's running that show. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was my first spot. Uh, not sure where Charlotte goes from here unless she's uh, trying to mix her way into a triple threat, which I hope not, but you never know. Yeah, I really don't know where she's going either. She's staying close to Becky. Yeah, do you think she can weasel her way into a triple threat? Yeah, I think it depends on what happens. But yeah, they're probably just... They just need somebody to fight Becky until the big match at Mania, even if it doesn't involve Charlotte, you know? Like, it could, yeah. be, it could be Charlotte for now. Yeah. Asuka got completely shunned, by the way. No Asuka on SmackDown? None. Oh my god. After fucking beating the hottest shit in wrestling, Nothing. she gets shunned from SmackDown. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's that's, that's kind of crazy. Uh, my next favorite spot was uh, the U.S. Championship. Nakamura has the title at this point. Yep. He won it off Rusev. Was that in the pre-show? Yep. Yeah, that was in the pre-show. That was when Lana injured herself. Uh, so... <clears throat> you had a U.S. title match. Our truth How did this get set up? The match? Yeah, was there a setup to this? No, it just said... Uh, I think there was some kind of backstory that we don't know about, but it said, uh, like, maybe something online, or I don't know, but I know Cole, like, at the beginning... Or not Cole. Phillips, at the beginning of SmackDown, like, introduced it. Okay. Like, yeah. Know, Oh, sorry, go ahead. Just like something like, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura just defends his U.S. title against R-Truth or something like that. Oh, uh, just one of those previews. Oh, I remember now. So the story is that uh, the Vince and the team felt bad for R-Truth because... What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can you could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. 
Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analysis, consumer access.org, number 3030. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analysis, consumer access.org, number 3030. He never got his shot in the rumble. Yeah, he just got blindsided. Yeah, so they awarded him a U.S. title shot. <laughs> nice. That's what it was. Nice. Okay, so yeah, it's our truth with uh, Carmella versus Nakamura. And um, controversial roll about two, three minutes in here. Yep. Uh, they give our truth uh, the, the title after a controversial roll. Did you think that was a clean three? Oh, no, definitely not. No? It, I think if you take all kayfabe out of it, any other wrestling count, that would have been a two and a half. Yeah. Or a two and three quarters. Yeah, that looked like a kick out to me. Oh, it was yeah, a kick out. Right on, it, was, it was a photo finish, but they, they awarded R-Truth the champion. Yep, R-Truth, your new U.S. champion. I thought that was pretty sweet. And then, all of a sudden, Rusev comes out. With Lana in a leg boot. Yep. The hell she in a leg boot for? She she was holding her shin. I think she was supposed to be holding her ankle and she held her shin and that's why everything is fucked. Oh god, Lana. Yep. She she dropped her accent again. It it comes and it goes. Yeah, it's 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 here and there. So Archer, uh, I mean Rusev comes out and says they don't, they don't deserve a title champion like uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, and they definitely don't deserve <laughs> a champion like you are, Truth. <laughs> that was a pretty good, Rusev. Thank you. But yeah, uh, so he's talking that best. He's getting some booze from the crowd because the, the crowd's hype on our Truth winning his first title in seven years. Yeah, can you talk about deserving it? Holy shit. Yeah, seriously. Fucking veteran here. So, yeah. Rusev says, let's have a championship match right now. And the crowd's saying no. But uh, R-Truth being that uh, ditzy-ass character that they push him as, he, he says, sure. And it goes it goes uh, into commercial break pretty quickly. And as soon as commercial's back, he fucking rolls up. Uh, Rusev up and gets another win. This one was not controversial. It was clean. Yep, clean victory. R-Truth stacked him up, as they say. So R-Truth not only won the title, but defended the U.S. title. So let's give him a round of applause for that, huh? Yeah, let's do. Thank you, R-Truth. 
Talk about veteran leadership. You got guys yeah. out here haven't held the title for three months, and they're they're bailing. Oh, yeah, people over there, what's up? Yeah, people over there, what's up? You feel me? Say what's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, I mean, you got guys leaving after they haven't had the title in two weeks, and our truth hasn't had a title in seven years. Yeah, let alone TV time. Let's give him another round of applause. Hell of a man, our truth. Yep. I hope he holds that fucker for the next two years. <laughs> and then the third thing, third, my third thing that I have to get to, Eric, is that main event. Oh, the uh, Daniel Bryan in-ring? Yeah. Alright, let's talk about it. So, Daniel Bryan... I don't know. He, he, you think he's improving or you think he's sticking to a script? No, he's he's cutting old school promos for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, they're definitely wacky. <laughs> yeah, they're super wacky. I, I kind of like them, in a way. I hate them in some ways. Yeah, he's introducing Eric Rowan. He's, he's just going off, man. Yeah, he called him a runt. Did he? He said, you might think he looks like an ignorant runt or something. And I was like, what? He's gigantic. Yeah. He's. I think he just said the wrong word. But yeah, definitely not a runt. He said that, uh, you might, th- yeah, you might think that this guy is a buffoon or whatever. An ignorant runt, but he actually reads Chaucer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And the idea of that dude just... I mean, maybe he does. Yeah. But wrestlers doing anything outside the ring is comical to me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh... Introduces him, and then he, uh... Eric Rowan goes and gets out the trash can. Yep. This is where it starts to get spicy. Because, uh... <laughs> still in Phoenix... Uh, Daniel Bryan's talking trash about the WWE title. He's like, there's leather that was made for this. This emblem, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I I like to think that this leather was once a living cow. Let's call her Daisy. Yeah. He personifies the belt, so we feel bad for it. Yeah. Crab starts chanting Daisy. Yeah. They're getting hype. Yeah, now we should feel bad that we killed Daisy for the belt. Yep. So Daniel Bryan pitches the belt. And then Eric Rowan Rowan pulls out a Crown Royal bag out of nowhere. Yep. And he has a new belt for you. Yep, Daniel Bryan threw away the championship, the WWE championship. What disrespect. Yep. Actually, at first I was down for it because I want to see some belt with some gold plates. But that's, that's a, neither here nor there. Yeah. So he, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, tell him about this new belt. This new belt is a tan-looking motherfucker. Some green-ass shit. Daniel Bryan says this is completely eco-friendly because this belt is made out of hemp. Sustainable. Sustainable material. It even had some jewels and shit in it. Yeah. To keep your in a, in a wood background. To keep your mind right and your body and soul connected. Yeah. I mean it was legit. Yeah, Brian was talking up this belt. But it looks ridiculous. No, oh, it's so stupid. It looks terrible, but it is kinda of funny. I kinda of like it in a way. Like 
I, I is this this character is very polarizing for me. Yeah. I kind of like how ridiculous like hippie guy he is with a a hemp belt. Like, yeah. With jewels in it. Like, I do like that. But it's, it's, I don't know. It's better than when he was a face, for sure. We can all agree there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I mean, I hope this belt doesn't stick around. Oh, it won't. That'd be crazy. Well, I mean, like, with, when Cena won the belt and had the spinner, that stuck around for a couple of years or something. That's true. So I'm, I'm not looking forward to the WWE belt being made out of hemp because that's just silly looking. No, I mean, maybe for a little bit, but I'm sure they'll get it back. Yep. So from there, AJ interrupts. It's a, it gives us a classic Southern Dad joke. Yep. Are you smoking the byproduct of that belt there? Yeah, he went total AJ on us. Yep. Made a little weed joke. And uh, then Orton interrupts, and then a terribly placed commercial happens. Yeah, and then you come back, and Jeff Hardy's there, and you're like, what? Mustafa Ali's there. Yeah. All of a sudden, the ring's filled with people like, what the fuck just happened? And then Samoa Joe's music hits, and he just comes out giving all that smoke. Oh, he was full energy. He was giving sass to everyone. (laughs) Especially Hardy. He gave it some more... Alcoholic sass. Yeah, he was sassing. And then, uh... Brian's acting like the almighty. He's like, none of you are worthy of this title. Blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, Triple H gets on the fucking Titan try. He's like, hey, Daniel. You know what? You're actually gonna be defending this title against not just one of those guys, but all of them. (laughs) All of them. In an elimination chamber. Yeah. So, so to make it clear, we have AJ, Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Jeff Hardy, Mustafa Ali, and Samoa Joe in the yep. elimination chamber match. Yep. Winner takes the hemp belt. Or hopefully the uh, get belt. Yeah, but I think, I mean, if I have to predict today, Daniel Bryan keeps his hemp belt. Yeah. He is the the planet's champion. <clears throat> yeah, that's true. Alright, did you have any other tidbits, Jeff? You just gave us... You gave us the meatloaf. Okay. Now we need a little gravy. So, um... Mandy and Sonya declared themselves for the uh, women's elimination chamber. Yes, sir. I remember that. And Mandy actually provides us with the answer to the question we've been wondering for a while here on the podcast. I don't know if Mandy listens or not. Yes, I I know what you're talking about. She uh, explains why she hates Naomi. And apparently it's because Naomi made her cry when she was on Tough Enough in 2015. Even though Tamina's the one who came in and splashed her. Naomi's sass made her cry, apparently. But it goes deeper than that, Jeff. Oh, yeah. She was crying so much that her boyfriend dumped her. Couldn't handle it. Yeah, couldn't handle all the crying. What a baby. Yeah. 
So now she wants to ruin Naomi's relationship, and she says it's far from over. Yep, so that's a very ridiculous thing that just happened. Anything else, Jeff? Uh, you had a bestie champ celebration. That was pretty cut and dry. Except you had a return of not not a dick daddy, but classic Ohio uh, Mr. Miz. Yeah. Do you remember his name? No, they just started calling him Mr. Miz. The crowd did. <laughs> Mr. Miz. <laughs> I had the same. I had the same feelings Corey did. Corey wondered out, out loud why we were celebrating uh, this guy for being a crappy dad for thirty five years. <laughs> Seriously, if we're living that kayfabe lifestyle. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I thought he was a bad guy. Now he's just. Yeah. And then he even went as far like it's almost like they're making fun of themselves. Like yeah, it, seriously. It even went as far as Mrs. Dad saying, "Ms." I love you, and I'm proud of you. Yeah. And we all just, woo yeah. Yeah, seriously. So, I don't know what they're doing, but it's kind of, I like it. So, um, I, uh, I give this one, uh, probably a three stars overall. Yeah, I agree. I liked it a little better than Raw, so I'll go three as well. Um, so a decent, decent week of wrestling, good Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Like I said, I like the women's rumble better, I think. And what, what's your favorite match from the rumble, real quick? Uh, outside, uh, probably the Becky Oscar. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's definitely not a bad pick. I'd probably. I don't know. I think I'd go the women's Royal Rumble. Women's Rumble. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so before we get into your 30-second Bulls update, Jeff, let's uh, take a listen to Triple H treating Seth Rollins like his four-year-old son and teaching him about decisions. Becky Lynch has the same decision. She will make her decision tomorrow night on SmackDown Live, but you need to make yours right here tonight. <laughs> you know, so I need to know. I need you to make the decision on the crossroad tonight. I'm going to give you till the end of the night, Seth. But then the WWE champion Daniel Bryan is going to be here. Oh, shit. The Universal Champion Brock Lesnar is going to be here. Oh, shit. I don't know, look, I don't know what those boys were trying to decide on, but Seth better decide quick, or the the WWE champions are coming to whoop his ass. Yeah. That's all I know. Um, so yeah, Jeff, before we wrap this up, we really need to hear, uh, your 30 second Bulls update. No problem. update. Bulls fans! The Bulls are, uh, you know, doing their thing. 
We had a pretty typical week. We we lost to the worst team in basketball, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Ooh. Uh, who else did we lose to? I don't know. We lost to a couple of teams. But then, <laughs> oh yeah, we lost to the Brooklyn Nets. Man, off a of back-to-back last night. Came into Miami without Zach Levine. And by God, the Bulls pulled out a win against the seventh place Miami Heat. Let's give them a round of applause. Oh, hell yeah. That is good work, Chicago. Let's go, Bulls. Let's go, Bulls. So, yeah, they are sitting right now at 11, or excuse me. 12 and 40. 12 and 40. Yeah. So, does that mean you are officially... We cannot maintain your original prediction at this point. No, that's, no it's still possible. Still possible? Yeah. Okay. Um, Chandler Hudson is uh, out for a couple of weeks. The other rookie. Young Pip, if you will. Okay. Um, so that's a bummer. So we are hurting at small forwards, but, uh, Wayne Selden Jr., have you ever heard that name before? Nope. <laughs> Can't say I have. Well, we got him in the holiday trade from Memphis, and, uh, he's logging a career high in minutes now, and, uh, he put up 20 points last night, but, uh, the, the win has to go to Bobby Portis, who had a hell of a fucking second half. 26 points overall, 15 Damn. in the fourth quarter. Let's give Bobby motherfucking Portis. Woo! Bobby! Stacy King is now calling him Crazy Eyes Bobby. <laughs> really? Yep. That's great. <laughs> so yeah, we are uh, currently sitting at... Uh, the New York Knicks are in super tank mode, dude. Yep. They just got rid of Porzingis. Yeah, they did. Porzingis is on the move. He gone. So they're in super tank mode, which worries you if you're wanting the Bulls to tank, which I'm just at that cusp until I heard that they won last night. Good for them. Uh, so I don't know what the fuck to think anymore. Nope. What, so what, where are they at? Just tell us their uh, standings. Like where are they? What In what position? In the East. 13th in the East out of 15 teams. Tell us who's worse. Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks. Okay. Knicks now sitting in dead last because we lost to the Cavaliers. They have only 10 wins. They are in complete tank mode. <clears throat> that is rough. Yeah, so they're tanking for Zion. Alright, Jeff, do you have anything else for our Chicago Bulls update? Uh, Jabari Parker is, uh, flashy. He's get, he's, he's back in the lineup. And he'll show up every now and again. This new kid, Brandon Sampson, made his debut. And, uh, <laughs> Stacey King even made a fucking Sampson reference. Well, he wants to talk to Sampson. He didn't even say it like that. He's like, Brandon Sampson, Sampson! <laughs> He just had that tone, and he, he, did, he did it perfectly. It's hilarious. Man, I miss listening to those guys. 
Robin Lopez is putting up good numbers, and every time he does so, Stacey King, like, oh, blah, 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 will be proud, and some ex, like, ex Bull Center. Oh, yeah? So he's, he's getting deep into his arsenal now with Bull Centers. Well, I mean, he, he, he has to probably provide so much more content now that they suck. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has no problem with that. He, he he holds up okay. Funk is doing less less road games. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's just because he's getting older or what. But they they have had a sub in there like on some of the road games. Huh. Yeah, he's probably getting old. Yeah. And uh, finally, Anthony Davis is on the move. I mean, not officially, but it's looking that way. Yep. We thought we'd see him go first, but Christoph Porzingis just snuck in there and got traded during your lunch break. Bulls may make a move. They're eyeing some veteran point guards, but we'll see. All right, well, thank you, Jeff, for that 30-second update. Yes, sir. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. One more of these for the road. Go Bulls. Um, so once again, if anybody's listening, give us a follow on the Instagram, subscribe on the Apple podcast app or iTunes, rate, review, like something, I don't know, just do it, do it all. And, um, Jeff, we will talk again next week to break down the next set of wrestling shows. When is the next pay-per-view? I don't know, a couple weeks. Yeah, it's, February. it's a fast turnaround. Yeah. So um, maybe next week we can get more into the women's tag match. I'm ex- I'm excited for that to see who will be the inaugural champs. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just see where the old world of wrestling takes us. Sounds good. All right, dude. Well, um, we will do it again next week, and I'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. All right. Hey, one last thing. Alright. We have five WrestleMania side points. Oh, we're at five? We're at five. Do you know more to come. Do you know do you have the list of who did it? Oh yeah. Becky's your ring leader with two. And then Seth Rollins has one. Ronda Rousey has one. And Charlotte Flair has one. Okay. Stay tuned for more. Yep, I'm worried we're gonna miss some on the Hulu cut. We might. Maybe you can. Can you watch cable raw normally or no? Uh, maybe. I'll see what I can do. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. If not, we'll just have to go Hulu cut points. All right. Well, we'll be back the next week with our twenty-first episode. Oh yeah, this is number twenty. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, I think it was a good one, bro. I'll see you next week. All right. Sounds good. Night, night. Night, night. But now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay.